We live in Los Angeles. Nobody hails a cab on the street. It, it doesn't matter. Back in New York, I was the champion taxicab hailer. Watch this. Taxi! Taxi! Oh, it looks like you know how to scare away a bus. Yeah, well, somewhere in Manhattan, a taxi just pulled over to the curb. From Hollywood, it's out of my mind. I'm Jay Douglas, and in episode 62, the story of a not-so-ordinary February night in 1907. The characters in our story include one Harry N. Allen and his lady friend. Having enjoyed a fine meal at Rector's, a eatery in Broadway and 44th Street in New York City, and having resolved the My Place or Yours question, Allen secured a handsome cab to carry them to his home on 58th Street. If you don't know what a handsome cab is, don't worry, you will. When a police officer writes a summons for traffic violations, do you see him as an enemy or a friend? Statistics clearly indicate that where laws are obeyed, deaths go down. It's no secret that emotional immaturity is the major factor in our accident rate. How else but childish can you describe the notion that breaking a traffic regulation is a way of getting away with something? Almost 85% of all traffic accidents in America are caused by careless, childish driving. We hope you know our traffic laws and the people who enforce them are there to help save your life. Consider, if you will, an unsettling inheritance from English architect Joseph Hansen. He walks slowly and deliberately through London because he is experiencing a lull in his career, otherwise known as bankruptcy. Hansom was best known for designing important public buildings, especially churches in the United Kingdom, Australia, and South America. But in 1834, he patented the two-wheel, single-horse-drawn cab that bears his name, the ill-fated Hansom Cab. The same kind of cab Alan flagged down to carry him and his lady friend home. But to raise money, Hansom sold his cab patent for £10,000 to a British financier who promptly... Hansom never saw him again. And the £10,000? Seriously? <laughs> you want me to answer that question? If Hansom had offended some gypsies, we no doubt acknowledge this event as having all the earmarks of a curse. But he didn't. Frankly... We're done with him as far as this story is concerned. And instead, let's jump across the pond to New York City, which is what handsome cabs did in 1869. Well, while the cabs didn't jump, the idea did. And without any patents to worry about, the New York Handsome Cab Company, which served Brooklyn and Manhattan, manufactured its own cabs locally. Cabs just like the one that carried Allen and his lady friend that night. The president of the company swore his cabs would never use meters. And instead... He based the fares on distance and the number of passengers. 30 cents per mile for one person, 40 cents for two, and up to a dollar an hour for waiting time. Those rates gave the cab company a nice, comfortable existence until Mr. Allen entered the picture. Either Allen's cab driver didn't understand the concept of distance or he'd had a falling out with mathematics somewhere in his youth, but the driver told his passenger the cost of a three-quarters of a mile ride would be $5. Being the perfect gentleman, and also a guy who thought he was going to score, Alan maintained his cool. Well, okay, he may have... <laughs> but as we shall see, Alan may not have been so ordinary after all. He was a 30-year-old, well-connected businessman. He also may have had some gypsy DNA. That's my opinion. 
He not only cursed the cab driver under his breath, he also cursed the handsome cab business. In a mere eight months, probably thanks to some spell having to do with chicken bones and horsemen or... Use your imagination here. Alan turned the streets of Manhattan red. <laughs> oh boy, if that isn't your basic curse, I don't know what is. On October 1st, 1907, according to reports from the scene, New Yorkers saw a parade of 65 shiny new red gasoline-powered French cabs driving down Fifth Avenue. And those cabs? They were all equipped with meters. It was not only the people who lined Fifth Avenue who saw red, so did the handsome cab drivers. In the months that followed, they used their cabs to block streets, giving rise to a little of this... And a little, little of that, and a whole lot of, and even occasionally some. You know those bumper stickers that read, if you don't like the way I drive, keep off the sidewalk? Well, they might have gotten their start right here, because that's where the handsome cab drivers were forcing the taxi cabs to go. But if you're fighting a curse, can you really win? That sounds like something to discuss with the research librarian at your local public library. Unlike those speedy searches on the internet, searches that can take you far from home and land you in the middle of questionable information, research librarians are real people trained to find reliable information from the ordinary to the arcane while still getting you home in time for dinner. They're also very, very patient. Never mind how I know this. And they'll help you find all you want to know about curses without giving you any. Don't ask me about that either. Without my local public library, the Out of My Mind podcast would disappear. And without you, your local public library would vanish. If you don't have a library card, get one. And if you do, use it. Visit and support your local public library. It was Alan's motorized and metered taxi cabs that eventually forced the handsome cabs from the street. It was also Alan who coined the word taxi cab by combining cab with the word taxi that he borrowed from the name given to women who were paid to dance with male patrons in dance halls. The women were called taxi dancers. The New York City taxicab driver became a tourist attraction and an entertainment icon. It's no secret, though, that the New York City taxicab business is in trouble thanks to pressure from the ride-hailing services like Lyft and Uber, whose cars, ironically, don't have meters. Have taxicabs inherited the handsome curse? Ponder, if you will, one final bit of information. Ride-hailing services began plying New York City streets as high-tech versions of private, unregulated cars that provided transportation to the city's underserved areas. New Yorkers called these illegal cabs gypsies. And that's the story I call No More Horsing Around. My thanks to my wife for recognizing my ride-hailing capabilities. And as we head into the lazy days of summer, I've got a suggestion to keep your mind active. If you have an idea or topic for an out-of-my-mind episode, let me know. Email me at jdouglas, that's the letter J, Douglas, at thetheateroryourmind.com. Theater is spelled with an E-R. Or you can phone it to me at 323-465-3322. That's 323-465-3322. If I use your suggestion, well, you're going to get a payoff that, believe me, you won't be able to get anywhere else. While you're thinking up ideas, I've got a few of my own, and I'll be back next Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern with another one of them, a little-known story about well-known stuff, and we'll chat then. I'm Jay Douglas. Out of My Mind is produced by Penny Summers and is a copyrighted feature of the Theater of Your Mind Incorporated, Hollywood, California.